I can't just say it. Yeah, you can. Fuck, man. George Bush, right there. Just H- fucking Hillary let Clinton it rip. There. Hillary Clinton. Son of a bitch. You're putting me on the spot now. <laughs> All right, well, you know I've been in, I've been abducted before, right? Okay, hold on a second. Let's let's backtrack. Okay, we're gonna talk about the abduction. Go ahead. See how I backtracked us, and there was like no point to that last sentence that I just said. Yeah, just like that one. Just, yeah, because first you gotta go for the audience; they wouldn't understand it. If <laughs> it's I called the that question, it's called the art of interviewing. They would, wouldn't get it unless they understood that I was abducted. Okay, go but go ahead, go ahead, begin. Uh, when I was abducted, I found out a lot of shit about energy and orbs and stuff and things, energies on this planet that are here and they're watching us. As a matter of fact, the other day I saw something come down. It was going to hit the earth and a UFO disappeared, zapped the fucker right out of the sky before it hit the earth. So there is definitely powers out there that are protecting us. And I might sound like a wacko, but other people saw it right in front of me, and I pointed it out, and everybody saw it. As a matter of fact, I was going to court that day, so it was kind of important that everybody saw what I fucking pointed out. It was pretty cool. What it looked like? Uh, well, just it looked like it, it's something that was just spiking down towards the earth, and it was going to hammer down and just destroy us. It was smoldering and burning and just coming straight fucking down. And you could see the steam coming. It was just barreling down towards the earth. It was going to hit. And I said, that's it, we're done. Everybody kiss your ass goodbye, we're all fucking history, look at that. And everyone was shocked. And then all of a sudden, this, this white fucking ship what? just appears out of nowhere, just boing, zaps the motherfucker. You can see a little zap come off, and it just went pilfering into nothing, disintegrated it, a fucking missile coming down to the earth. Disintegrated it. Whatever the thing was going to hit the earth, it disintegrated it. Just like that. Sounds like it was a meteor or a comic. It's like a comic book, but it was right real. It was right in front of everyone's eyes, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe it, everybody you, saw it. There's man. that famous it's, incident where the nuclear weapons were going off and the UFO like disarmed them. This is last week. This happened. Okay? Last week. Yes. This just happened. This just happened last week. What were you doing? Were you eating lunch? I was going to court. Oh. I had to do a litigation. Bullshit because of a song I wrote. Oh, no. Please explain. Well, this is even worse. And and this is even getting weirder, okay, folks? I wrote a song about going down by the river because of some boss that didn't pay his employee. And and it turned into a litigation as a death threat. So I had to go to court for it. How did it become a death threat? Because I, I said, you and Gary can go drown by the river or something like that. And her sister and her son were sitting at the table, and they heard it too. So and you then, told some people to go kill themselves. Well, yeah, but I didn't say I was going to do it. But you... you drown by the river is all I said. So you, you wrote a song, and you said go down by the river, and they heard you singing it? Yeah, well, I 
I referenced the song and said, if you don't like country music, then you and Gary should just go drown by the river. Oh. I was, I was just yeah, being that's borderline. That's nasty, borderline. Right? That's borderline, Wolfman. It is borderline. But no, I don't think that you threaten them. That does sound like a waste of tax dollars. Oh yeah. So don't get down, boy. Don't get down. Yeah, go. That's it. Keep going. Well, we were going down to the river because my boss didn't pay me. I said I was going fishing, but I tricked him. And I said, are you going to pay me now? Are you going to pay me now? Don't duck your head down, boy. Duck your head down. Duck your head down, boy. Duck your head down in the river. Are you going to pay me now? That's all. That's all it was. Man. Oh, it's just coming in. It's probably good that you saw <laughs> It's probably good that you saw <laughs> Are you going to pay me now? 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 Well, dunk your head down, boy. Dunk your head down in the river. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't bad. So, uh, dunk your head down. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. You're not you're not bad. I mean, when you like really try and you you're not like being so goofy and you try to sing, you're not bad. Well, I played music first before I was ever nothing else before it was comedy or anything. Yeah, because I mean, I can tell that you you actually have a trained singing voice. So I first did for anything, man. Sunshine. Every single day, every single day helps me love my way out, darling. uplifted by your angelic voice. I sucked on the guitar, but I got into it a little bit at the end. It's live. That's live. No, it's it's unplugged. See, this is like the original MTV Unplugged when Kurt Cobain went on there and sang Polly. Exactly. You got the Wolfman here, man. Yeah, let's let's hear Flat Earthhead. Right? I'll make anything up for you right now. Remember the thing I made up for you, the end of days thing? 
Oh, yes. Wait. Yeah, sing that. Sing that. Go. Oh, God. I found the actual thing for it's it. It's the end um, of days. Yeah. Radio. Oh. Radio. Radio. Oh. End of days. Radio. Where you will not feel so alone You'll never feel alone End of day It's not the end of day Not the end of your day Radio Radio End of day the broken ruin. You feel so alone. The Babylon. Oh, you won't feel so alone. I didn't do it right. So alone. It's like you hit it right on Oh my God! I when you said end of days radio, like I started to tear up and cry. The end of days. End of days. The radio. Radio, oh, 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 the end of days, radio, so you don't want to feel so alone. That's it. All right, Wolfman, that was fucking beautiful. There you go, man. All right. Now, now let's, that was wicked. Let, let's talk about something real quick now that we got a little intermission here. All right. There you go. I want to talk about the big question that's on everybody's minds when you come on this program. It's the topic that we have always shared a bond over. It's the topic of Flat Earth. Oh, yeah. I love that. Well, I, I got something for you. Go ahead. Right off the bat, I was looking at the horizon of Lake Erie today, sitting right on a hill, looking at the full body of Lake Erie. I could see the whole fucking lake from where I was sitting, and I could see a definite curvature. Even if the, just in front of me, if I put two hands out in front of me, and I went and sliced it, and then put a ruler between them, and... I had three, four friends with me all agreed that, yes, you can see a curvature. Mm. So, to me, that proves it right there. The Earth is, is definitely a ball, not flat. I don't know, because I've been on an airplane and looked down at the ground, and it looked flat as a pancake to me. I know, but that's just from an airplane perspective. You can yeah. see... Oh, man. Wow. So have I... I Usually, people that win in an airplane, they, they can realize that it's a ball. Well, what I was expecting... Oh, wait. Hold on. We got another caller. Hello. I'll be right back, brother. You're leaving? I have to go to the washroom. I'll be strictly back. Take the call. Ugh. All right. Hello? Hello. Hey there. What's going on, guys? Hey there, buddy. How are you, Daniel Wolfman? 
I'm doing fantastic. Wolfman, he did get up just now to go squeeze off a loaf. He's going to take a poodoo, and then he's going to be back. Fuck, every time I call, it's, I missed him, yeah. Yeah, I said we have a call, and he's like, oh, I got to I gotta go to the washroom. I don't know what the <laughs> hell he's doing. Oh, damn it. Should have called when you were seeing. Could have oh, jumped in. yeah, don't worry. He'll be back. We can oh, see so beautiful. More. So beautiful. Yeah, oh, yeah he's not that bad. People do that. Not that bad. I love that. I love that. Only, only European people do that. I'm sorry. I'm European. You're, you're European, or, 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 or a lot of people are. I'm sorry. What's going on, Wolfman? Uh, this isn't Wolfman. Um, I'm impersonating him. <laughs> Wolfman I'm actually a person. How are you? I'm a Wolfman impersonator. Yes. The Wolfman is so big. There's Wolfman impersonators. Yeah, my name's Art. Art. Yeah. I love your art bell, by the way. God, oh, you got his cadence down perfectly. You have no way. idea. You see, I told you. All you have to do is turn down your background device. Oh, my. Wolfman, never mind the long text message discussion <laughs> that we had about not making fun of art tonight. Never mind all of that. No, that was still funny. Come on. I love art. It is Somebody told me a celebration of his spirit. This is Wolfman. He comes on and he does his whatever he wants. This is him, though. What can I say? What can I do? I can make a lot of... No, I don't know. Some people say I sound like him. I don't know. Do I really sound like him? Yeah. Somebody told me it was too early to make... uh, to do any jokes or or even impersonate him because they were like... Daniel said he would spank me, but I like that, though. Oh, God. Now I have to go and... Kill myself because you said that. Yeah, well, I was waiting for it later. <laughs> He's a kinky bastard, apparently. <laughs> I like it all. It's all good. So, it's all, if it's positive, then, you know, it's got to be a positive thing. There's nothing wrong with it. I need to go I take like a this. shower, right, everyone. Cool. But you didn't think I like whipping <laughs> chains and a whole bit? I well, it is, uh, don't you call it the monster castle, like at the castle well, exactly. or the dungeon? You don't think I have chains, whips and things? Who doesn't, yeah. I'm quite excited to hang around with. Well, the reason, Wolfman, the reason Todd is calling in is because he wants to do a little duet with you. All right, that's cool. Yeah. All right, then, let's do it. But we got to sing a song. You always hurt the ones you love. Something like that from the 40s, 50s. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) No, I'm just teasing. (laughs) Let's do uh, something from the 70s, like Bon Yeah. 
How's that? We got oh, a whole band beautiful. going. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Jesus. How does that line go? Oh, Jesus, the drops in your eyes. <laughs> Please Jesus. come off your cross. Come off your cross. Oh, help me, Jesus. Quit being a martyr. Calm down. Quit feeling sorry for yourself on that cross. No, no, no. No. Put down the hammer. Leave Jesus alone. Put down that hammer. Leave him alone. Maybe I should turn my speaker. We'll get a cult following if we keep it up. Jesus, maybe it's my speaker phone. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be able to do that. I should have a headstone. I was hoping we could do flat earth heads. Flat earth heads. You, you know that you to lied to us. Lied to us. Any more flat earth heads. I've heard a couple versions and, and I like your, 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 um, I like your acoustic one better, but fuck your studio one. Do you still know those band members, by the way? You don't have to lie to us anymore. Everybody lies to you. To you. Town, please let me know because I'd pay to see that. I am the fucking band. Wolf Band is a oh, band. Yeah, well, when you come to the my town, let me know. I'll be at that show. All right. So good. Daniel's gonna be there. He's gonna be my bass player. 
I don't play bass. Very I play nice. the harmonica. Oh, you're fucking playing bass for me. Skin I play tambourine. Bass. Okay, I'll play skin really flute well. for you. Who's skin flute? Aren't you there alone? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whose skin flute are you going to play? <laughs> He's just uh, <laughs> well, he's up there in Canada. It's got to be Sasquatch or... Sasquatch Sausage, we call it. <laughs> it's in between girlfriends. I think I saw those at the gas station, those Sasquatch pepperoni sticks. <laughs> yeah, it's good, you know, as long as you don't have a girlfriend. Well, Bigfoot's like eight foot tall, so that <laughs> means he's got like... You, well, Bigfoot's eight girlfriend. foot tall, so he's got a 12-inch dog at least. I am joking, folks. <laughs> but She's going to kill me for saying all this shit. That's how a lot of Bigfoot stories go. Like, first Bigfoot starts getting... He starts out peaceful, and then he starts getting horny, and then the trouble starts. Oh, yeah. And then he starts beating sticks and, and stuff and, and fingering women. And, and What are you going to do when the Sasquatch starts fucking your old lady? Nothing, because he does what he wants. Yeah, you run in the woods and you scream. Yeah. You might not even be able to do that. Screw yeah, you, too. Eat you. If they don't like you, they just eat you anyway. If they, yeah, li- if they don't like you, they fuck you. If they don't like you, no one can get to. You want to know the real truth? The actual truth is, and I've talked to the Indians and the natives, and they tell me that the truth is, if they don't like you, they will tear you to pieces and eat you alive. They don't even cook you. The Sasquatch don't like you. They'll just eat you. Eat you raw. Eat you raw. Sounds like you get heavy metal song. Eat you raw. Eat me raw. Eat me raw. Sasquatch, Sasquatch eat me raw. Oh, He's yeah. Eat your salad. Sasquatch, eat me raw. Yeah, baby. Oh, oh I didn't cook you. Sasquatch, eat me raw. Sasquatch, eat me raw. I, uh, oh, it would go something. Like, it would go something like "Eat me raw." Da, da, eat me da, raw. Da, da. I think I have it. <laughs> I am in the woods alone. Sasquatch, eat me raw. <laughs> and we're far from home. Woods alone. Sasquatch, eat me raw. Love it. Yeah, love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, right on, Wolfman. Glad you came on Daniel's show. All I've been doing is writing songs, man. I've just been writing a lot of songs. How's your show going? Is it, is it fucking is it's it not, growing? No, I, Are I, you... I stopped my show for a while because I've just been writing songs. Didn't you oh, have a that. co-host? Okay. What happened to Darren? Well, Darren's pissed because he misses me really bad. You can't just leave him hanging like that. He wants to go inside the monster castle again. I know. I'll get it. I'll get it back. I don't have a studio right now. You know, life is what happens when you're planning something else, Monster Man, or or Wolf Man. (laughs) Monster Monster Castle. Yeah. Right on, Eager wa- hey, wait a minute. Igor wanted to say something to you. Bring him out. Let's hear him. Igor, where is he? 
Hello, Mr. Heaven. How are you today, <laughs> Igor? Igor, I always wanted to talk to you. I, I know you from the 40s, the whole movies. Yes, I killed a lot of people. <laughs> I wish they would bring you back. You, In you Hollywood, like I wish they'd make you more like movies. You watch me electrocute people, don't you? <laughs> I love that part. Yes, they will electrocute you too. It's you would so like bad. me to electrocute you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Only one little bit, okay? All right. Okay, put this on your nuts. Ooh. And put this in your mouth. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just laughing at the sound of the tongue. He's like, ugh. <laughs> How did you make I told you. I love it. Do it again, Igor. <laughs> you only get it once. And that is all. One more time, please. I love you. I have to go now. Thank you, Igor. Yeah. Okay, guys. I got, a, I, I got a round table question for both of you. Who wants to go first? Yeah. All right. So, so me. All, all oh, Wolfman, please. Okay. Please, the, the honors. The question... Is what what radio host do you hate the most? Oh man, this is the same one we got in the last show we were on. Really, the same fucking question, Daniel. But no yeah. one would even know the guy that I don't like the most, though. That's a bad what question. There? Well, you should ask is so why negative. do you hate some radio hosts worse than others, or who's that guy? You know. Something like that. All right, fine. Who's no, that guy? And I don't want to ask that. Who's that guy? Who, who am I talking to here? Your voice is very familiar, sir. Me? I'm Igor. Don't what, you can remember? I, stop, I was just I call here you? a moment ago. If I called you in a different lifetime, what would I call you in your past life? <laughs> I don't know. What do you call Igor in his past life? Okay, what do you call yourself in this lifetime that everyone can know you as? Todd. Are you doing some kind of, like, past life reading on him, Wolfman? Yes. I'm into that. Okay, so what's the next step? So you're, like, getting in his head now, right? Regressing him. All right, okay. so he's taught in this life. What is the that last tell us? thing that you remembered before you were born? What was the last thing you remembered before you were born? Like a past life memories? Yes. A past life memories. What was the last thing you remembered um, before you were born? I can't first thing that comes to your mind. First thing, first thing that comes to your mind. First thing. Uh, Egypt, Babylon. There you go. Building the pyramids. Okay. I saw the same thing. You have another name. Okay. Okay. What was your name? Uh, first thing that comes to mind. First thing comes to mind. What was your name? What was your name? What was your name? First thing comes to mind. First thing comes to mind. What was your name? 
What was your name? Can't, can't, can't get it. Can't. Can't recall it. Yeah. It's not revealed to me. Starts with an E. But that's not even a consonant. But that was not even a consonant that they used. It could be A, E, O, it could be anything. Well, the first three were musical notes. But, anyways, go on. Yeah, did you see anything else? (laughs) No, I'm just teasing. You're you're opening the veil. I know, I know. Tell me, Wolfman. No, you were from Egypt as well as me, and we knew each other there. Your voice is familiar. From a past life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hear your voice. I'm like, God, listen to that man's voice. He's just incredible. Uh, we probably all three knew oh. each other. We were probably in some kind I think of... You did. Oh, yeah. We were like the three Musketeers. I, so. I think so, man. I think so. It freaked me out there when I heard his voice and yours together. It was like a conversation we had in a different lifetime. Like, long... Like brothers out. inside the pyramid. Like brothers inside the pyramid building the damn pyramid because we're not running Egypt. We're just working to build the pyramids. Yeah, I think that was it. We I remember just, it. I remember it. We're in the fucking sweating. We're in a pit oh, of shit. Carrying a bunch of shit. Talking. You're in a pit and you're horrible. sweating. Food and beer, like and we're just talking. What the fuck? How can we do yep. this better? Yep, and they used to pay you with beer back then. All right, all right. We're, this is getting a little bit off track, guys. Let's let's go ahead and uh, go to the next roundtable question. <laughs> So, oh, wow, we really got into that one. Yeah, yeah, we got a little off track. Shit. It's okay, it's okay. That's deep shit. Yeah, somehow we, we ended up giving Todd some past life regression, found out he worked on the pyramids, oh. wound up in a pit of shit, all sweaty, not knowing what's going on, and then I just had to step in. That's right. Yeah. All right, next question, who wants to go first? You brought us food, and you poked us with a prodding rod, and you threw some bread <laughs> as it said work. Daniel was the one poking us with the sharp stick going, oh, that's right. Uh, no, <laughs> if, if I was back then, I would have been like, I would have been like some kind of just warrior, badass, and just walking around with no yeah, shirt with, on, holding a spear. You're with Imhotep. You're with Imhotep. They were trying to just eat bread and build the pyramids, but you had to poke us. No, no, I'd, I'd be a hero. I wouldn't be a slave driver. I'd be off fighting some kind of giant <laughs> snake monster or something. Oh, yeah, that's the other uh, thing, too. <laughs> they did have giant snakes back then. Okay, okay, next question. Well, Who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll do it. Okay, Todd. This question, what do you think, how do you feel about Donald Trump? Um, I'm very concerned. Now I'm scared. Months ago, you know, I'm thinking, he's really doing some shit now that we're you know, going to war with Syria and Stormy Daniels and they got all of his lawyers frickin' shit and that's on the news every day. I'm kind of concerned. You feel that he's a good president? I do like him, yep. I love him. In your face, obnoxious. Finally gave obnoxious people a voice. Okay, good answer. Wolfman, go ahead. What do you think of Donald J. Trump? No idea. No idea. 
I have no idea and no concern for it. He's Canadian. Other he than care. other than I use native spells and stuff to uh, destroy the politics of the world. Well, you're up in Canada. You're under the crown. I I hate politics of all sorts. I'm an anarchist. Who's the president yeah, my of Canada? An anarchist. Wolfman, who's the Ow, president of Canada? Who's the of. prime minister? Who cares? You don't even know. They don't have any real power, do they? You Does don't anyone know. have any power over you? Are you a fool? Bring your pitchforks all together, go to City Hall all together, all he is, and throw the fools out of their fucking goddamn positions. Take over as citizens and take over your own fucking world. It's your world, not theirs. Don't let anyone show you how to live and what to do and tell you what to do. In the eyes of God, it's against the Bible for those people to be telling you all this shit. Damn, getting fired up there. Oh. Well, it's Jesus truth. would be going down. Jesus would be going to City Hall, going, "Get the hell out of here!" Yeah, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing <laughs> to these people? What the fuck are you doing? Why are you raping the these people? Why do you keep what do you raping these people? What do you think I did? What do you think I did? That's what I did when I went to City Hall. I got all kinds of people stormed up when I was in court because it was bullshit. You got them stormed up. Oh, nice. Oh, fucking right. Bring your guitar. You should get <laughs> a protest outside with your guitar. In the waiting room of the courtroom, I got everybody fired right up. and People were screaming yeah. and yelling after a while because of the injustice that I, I showed them. <laughs> In their hearts. He led them nice. into a revolt. Sound yeah, like Adam Kokesh. I led the revolt, and that's what I'll always do. When he grabs the I'll guitar, he's like, he's like the Pied Piper of Hamlin. All the, all the and Canadian townies oh, following him. Once come with me, we'll all go to City Hall with our pitchforks and drive those motherfuckers out. And in your country, the guy with the wig sitting there freaks out because all the people are like, oh, they're finally upset. Who cares what they think? It's not their world. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. World. Let's move you, on from uh, no, but Wolfman, do, on. Do, do judges wear wigs where you live? Uh, never mind no. that. Let's let's move to the next no, question. They do, don't they? <laughs> let's they go to the next wigs. question, guys. I got to say, the judges were the nicest people in there. It seemed like they have they the wear a wig, though. And, and a little bit of comedy in it, too. And the judges were the only ones that gave the whole fucking place any honor at all. They were oh, actually, nice. judge, I got to say, the judges are pretty fucking cool. So you have real judges up there, not rubber stamp judges. Yeah, but the judges. cops and everybody else on the way was all assholes. But when you get to the judge, they're actually pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Wow, I, that sounds like a nice country. Okay. Enough politics. Not really. No. Because All right. Next question. Okay. Wolfman. 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 Next <laughs> question. Who wants to go first? You Wolf want to go man. first, Wolfman? All right. Okay. All right. This question. What is your favorite Art Bell memory? Um, that is when he actually said he was going to make it rain, and he did. Yeah, he actually he said let's let's everybody think about it raining over here, and it was a place where it didn't need to rain. It hadn't had rain and nothing rained, nothing rained. 
and and he he had his fans all zone on that. And it's when he was really big, and it fucking happened. And you can look that up. I don't remember the date or anything, but he. No, I believe you because I remember that Art did experiments on consciousness, and he said that those got the best results of anything he did. And it scared him so bad he didn't want to do it ever again. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, was so fucking positive. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Thank you, thank you, Todd. Do you have one? My favorite is when the guy calls in and says. I can't tell you where I'm at because they're trying to triangulate me. But I just got out of Area 51, and I can tell you that the aliens, they're real. They're tracking me. I remember that one. God, help me. And I can't tell you much more. Where are you, sir? Wait, 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 hold on a minute. Where, where are you, Art Bell? You know, you I, heard, I, heard that, I heard that clip on you know, a tour album when I was man. in high school. I had before some calls actually, like that, too. Before I even knew what goes. You must have had some calls like that, Daniel. I did. Wait, what? I had calls like that myself. No, I've well, never I had any call like you. that. No, not nothing weird like that. 51. The weirdest thing that happened on this show was when we had that channeler on, Audrey the Light Language Healer, and she was, like, channeling those things, and she was asking me if I felt an atmospheric disturbance in the room, and I definitely was feeling some kind of crazy energy going on. What, me you don't too. think I, I was there. To you? I can make you feel really weird right now. You don't think I can do yeah. that to you? You'll just say a bunch of gay shit and make us feel uncomfortable. Send it to Daniel. Send it to Daniel, Wolfman. I, okay, I'm going to send it to you. Daniel. This is going to make you feel a little bit of willy chilly right now, okay? Okay, I'm waiting. Be real. Mm. Oh. Okay, stop. You win. Oh. <laughs> feel it? Okay, that's enough. I don't want to hear you touch yourself, Wolfman. This oh, did it feel like there was a ghost coming in your house? Ah, can you feel this? Can you feel this, baby? No, no ghost. That's what it I do. Like, uh, Barry, Barry, D. Barry White. Just a horny Canadian. Yeah. No, I actually sent, I sent a ghost to your house. I did. Oh. It might have been a white Why? thing, but it was not a ghost. Well, it's supposed to scare you. Okay, next question. Oh, wait, I need to answer my own question. I'm sorry. I was supposed to answer those questions. I've been going too quick. So my favorite Art Bell moment would have to be the interview he did with Terrence McKenna. That's actually how I found both Art Bell and Terrence McKenna. I talked about it on the last show. Blew my mind, got me addicted to Coast to Coast, and here we are today. Um, McKinnon, didn't he do those predictions? And Oh, no, he did the downloads <clears throat> No, he was a scientist that traveled to South America and, and did all the uh, psychoactive drugs with shamans and wrote books about oh, it in shit. the 80s. Okay, totally different McKinnon. His best I mixed up a two different no, McKinnon. No, you're, opinion, you're was both right. Food of the Gods. You're both right because he did do Food of the Gods and he had the 2012 oh, predictions. Oh, was he making predictions? I dropped out of reading Terrence McKenna by the 90s because... Okay, first thing that came to my head was tragedies. the predictions guy. Yeah, he, he did predict with, with some stuff. The guy that the predicted the end of the world? That was... Uh, Nostradamus. 
Yeah, and, and also uh, John the Revelator. No. no, nobody predicted the end of the world yet. Well, there's been a few predictions. The Bible. Yeah, they, don't, they don't really know what's going on. Okay, next roundtable question. Uh, Todd, you go first this time. Who, or, I'm sorry, the question is, do you believe that we are in the end of days? And if so, why? And if not, why? Uh, um, my thoughts flip back and forth uh, between we're in the end of days and then everything's going to go on forever. And then we're in the end of the days and everything's going to go on forever. And then um, as as you look at some of these stories could happen, but I'm suspicious that it's all phony anyways, you know. So it's like a flame that flickers back and forth as you sit and stare at it. Are we in the end of days or is it just an illusion? But it's all an illusion, kind of, in my opinion. The end of days. Things are pretty spooky. I'm scared. Oh, I can tell but you. I'm not sometimes, but I'm done. That's my response. So, really what's going on here. Daniel, do you want to say it? Uh, okay, I'll go, and then you can go, I guess. So, uh, I, I'm going to answer yes. I'm going to be the contrarian here. I'm going to say yes, it is the end of days, because there's so much war and so many natural disasters, and the technology is just reaching a point where something has to give, and we know they're spying on us more and more, and we're losing our rights, and something's got to give. Everything's just reaching a boiling point, and we're right here on the brink, and that's why things are getting so damn crazy, and that's why there's so many false flags and so much mind control and so much pollution, so many species are dying. I mean, if you want to know if it's the end of days, just look at how many animals are going extinct, how many different species. That'll tell you. There's your answer right there. My God, Daniel, that was so well said. I can't even believe it. You better have <laughs> that you, as a drop. That's all I want that, that as fucking incredible. Can I comment on that for one second, too, Daniel? What yeah, you just before said. I give my antidote to it. Go ahead, sir. Oh, I Daniel. was just going to say you, you, you pegged it so so well, Daniel, because in reality, it really is the end of days because every few years that goes by, life as I know it, it's gone. We're not living in a rock and roll daydream like I used to, you know, when I grew up as a kid. As poor teenagers now, they live in the new AI world where robots are going to take them over, so... It really yeah, is the end of days in some degree, but yeah, please, I'm done. All right, Wolfman's turn. I talk with alien beings um, on a level of, like, with my mind, telepathically. I know a lot of shit. I shouldn't know. I'll let you have this. It is the end of days. They keep trying to stop. These other one races trying to attack. And there's war going on up there. There's war going on that we don't know about. Extraterrestrial war. And I'll tell you that. And everyone should know that. You've been lied to. So yeah, it is. I don't really have to say much more. I think that's enough to fucking handle for now. 
I, I think those aliens that are advising you must be very wise. That sounds like it is spot on, Wolfman. I'm only giving you the amount that they allow me to give you. Now, Wolfman, I, I don't I don't mean to interrupt our little roundtable here, but you told me before that you actually had psychic abilities. Of course I do. I'm a telepath. You hear That's that, Todd? That's why the aliens contacted me, because I'm a telepath. You hear that, Todd? I did. Let's do an experiment. I'll look at an object and try to send you the shape. I'll try to send it's you the circular. object. It's circular. It is. It is. There you go. We have a hit. You the shape How do you believe me? Enough of your games. Wolfman's way okay. more powerful than that. I don't need your silly games. You're right. I won't press you further. Don't press me further. On that. Boom. Boom. No, I feel it. Is he cold reading? He, he no, got the I'm shape. I looked good. at it. it I'm it, one yep, of the most so powerful psychics. If not the most powerful psychic on earth, I must be very close. Mm. Bold claim. Okay, next question, guys. Let's keep this baby moving. Next question is: Who? It, who do you listen to besides End of Days Radio? Besides Daniel. Who do you like to listen to? Who, what are your favorite shows? What floats your boat radio-wise? Go ahead, Wolfman, you start this time. Wait a minute. No, I'm seeing a picture of his mother, Todd's mother. She's got yeah. red hair. She has a pic, He's got a picture sitting there. Um, uh, not in front of me, but I see it in my mind very clearly. Uh, she's got kind of red hair and sticks out a little bit on the sides a little bit. All right. Am I right? Yes. Huh. Fuck me. I freak myself out. I see the picture clearly in my mind. It's freaking oh, yeah, me out. my mom's like an angel and very powerful. She She's sends her own mind out, yeah. so you probably sense She her. loves you very much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my mom. I probably wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for her. Is she? Is she passed? No, she's still alive, thank God. I don't know what I'll do when she dies. I really don't know what I'll do on that day. Okay. Uh, you're, love my, you're love my guys, mom so much. Your spirit guys are telling me to just give her a little special attention. Right now? Well, whenever you can. Just In remember. General. Yeah, I love that advice. That's so good. God, I love that advice. Thank you, Wolfman. I see your, I see your face, man. I can see it, man. Okay, I, I, that smiles. He's always smiling. Okay, enough, enough. Next no, question. Yeah, I, read, I read him, man. Next I'm question. Sorry. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Todd appreciates it. Wolfman, what shows float your boat? What other radio shows out there do you like? Uh, 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 um, I like um, uh, Richard C. Hoagland's show, but I don't listen to it much anymore, but I still like that one. Okay. I guess he's starting is he back still up going? I haven't heard it, is but he still going? I, I'd like to check it out. I'd like to check that out. If Richard C. started back up, I want to fucking definitely check that out. Um, damn, there's not much. It, it's all turned me off. I like uh, Brainwaves. Brainwaves. Uh, and Amy. Amy Talk. Um, what do you call her? 
from Deep Talk Radio. Oh, Amy Martin? Yeah, Amy Martin's show. I like that one, and I like the, the one with uh, Steve Barton, Brainwaves. I like that one. Hmm. I'll That's check awesome. that out. Those, those I haven't awesome heard shows. of Brainwaves. Is that awesome. a paranormal show? Is that a paranormal show? No, no, not just paranormal. A little bit paranormal, a little bit funny like mine, and, and very skeptical. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's quite different. Okay, everybody out there, check out Brainwaves. Sounds like a decent listen. Check out Amy Martin. Yeah. They have a podcast. Those are my my friends, you know. And and Richard C. Hoagland, he's my friend, too. You know Richard C. Hoagland? Yeah. You're talking to him. Yeah, he's my buddy. Is he still talking about um, Faces on Mars? (laughs) Richard C. Hoagland actually personally emailed me when my wife died. Oh, wow. That's nice of him. Ah. He loves me. I was his number one caller. I was his number one caller. You were the number one caller? Yeah, I was one of, me and Darren, we were the number one callers giving the most weirdest scientific questions on all the shows. I actually believe you, Wolfman, because I know how you have been calling certain Radio hosts like Amy Martin. Yeah, but you know what? I never, I never punked him. I never, you know what? It was just real, actual, scientific questions, and I was really nice to him. I was very polite to him. Have I you ever? Him. Now, Wolfman, have you ever punked anybody? I punked Art Bell. <laughs> I punked your buddy Michael. Oh. oh. <laughs> was this before? Was this before or after Why? we split up? Why would you do that, you horrible... Just for fun, you know. Was this his... Funny Wolfman, was this his new show? I did, uh... Oh, my God, this one got me in real trouble. Wait, hold on, uh, Wolfman. um, What's your name from the Midnight in the Desert? That that lady? Uh, Heather Wade? Yeah, oh, jeez. She's ever mad at me. Oh, so you were calling her a bunch of times. I I called her and I pretended I was a warlock that was more powerful than her. (laughs) <laughs> I challenged her to do a spell. And I, and I You're started, a witch. Challenge me. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Freaked her out so bad. <laughs> never call, would never let me call back again. <laughs> That's horrible. Was, a live magic went. challenge. But sounds like Harry's Wolfman. Why? She why do you do, do this? She back down and she never would let that why, call come in again. Why do you do this? Why wow, do you like to call and make people crazy like that? Why is it that you feel a need to do this? I, I just thought it was hilarious, and actually, it was Michael, your friend, that God. kind of goaded me on to do it. Oh, the truth ah, comes out, trickster. He, it was his idea. He told me to do it. I had no idea. And then yeah. all you have to do is enlist a spirit and, and, like you and, to put it in action. And he's like, you should call Heather Wade and tell her this. Like the devil's voice, right? I do the devil. Oh, God. I do the devil. You know how you do voices? I do the devil. He got me going, and I thought, all right, that would be funny. And afterwards, it wasn't even that funny because now I, she wouldn't even take my calls after that. Yeah, she gets so kind scary. of scared her so bad she wouldn't even yeah, take my calls. Yeah, she out. gets kind of pissed off oh, and just kind of closes the doors. That's it. It was done. <laughs> well, oh well. 
you know, it's all fun and games. I'm sure one day she'll get to know me again, and she'll know that was just stupid fun. Didn't mean to scare her. Maybe, maybe you'd give her a hug. <laughs> yeah, I'd give her a nice big hug. Jeez. All right. Well, yeah, good answer, I have to. I got to answer the question, too. That. Oh, okay. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. If Reed is listening, I apologize, honey. I did not mean to scare you. Heather, you're out. I didn't scare you. Let's just and I apologize. From the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry, honey. I did not mean to scare you. Honest God, not faking it. That's real. All right. Well, I need to answer this question. I am going to go ahead and say that the Freeman Fly podcast is very good, very I educational, very informative. Freeman is awesome. I've been following him for a long time, man. I love Freeman, and I lost contact with him after they censored him off of you, um, Podcast Addict and Stitcher. and He's been censored off all those programs, so I haven't heard him for six months. So I have to agree. I, I haven't seen him since YouTube and shit. Yeah. They censored him. They censored him off. Anyway, I have to find a new way to find out. Yeah, I agree. He's 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 almost gone. What'd you just uh, crack open, Wolfman? Are you drinking? Of course. What'd you crack open? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, it's a coconut rum mixed drink. Oh, mm. and it comes in a can. Yeah. Oh. It's well, in Canada. He's gonna get he's gonna get more and more fucked up, and he's gonna start doing his impersonations. Oh, I love that! I live in Utah, where the beers. Hey, what is a Wolfman drink? Pina coladas, right? (laughs) Why? I figured it'd be some kind of cheap Canadian beer. Come on, remember the song? Um, uh, how's it go? And these Wolfman drinking a pina colada. Come on, there's a song. You mean by what's his face? The guy that does the uh, surfing theme? Uh, Zion, the Warren. Warren Zevon. Yeah, yeah. Fans of London. Yeah, Yeah. in that song it says. Uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see. The Wolf Band's drinking. He was drinking a pina colada. (laughs) The Wolf Band of London. Yeah, I remember it now. You got three times a workman has to drink a pina colada. <laughs> a little old lady got mutilated late last night. Oh no! Werewolves in London again. Oh my God! Yep, I remember that one. When I oh. poke you in the forehead and I go, you know them right London. That is how you get a red dot in your forehead. You know that. Damn right. Werewolves in London. Uh, ooh. Daniel does a better howl than I do. How? Oh, how? I can't hit higher wolves of London. <laughs> Drinking a pina colada. Hey, there, there's that movie. The wolf, uh, man, wolf man. There's that movie, the um, the werewolves of London. Isn't that a movie or a book or something? An American werewolf in London. Yeah, oh, yeah. American werewolf in London. It was so good. Yeah. Fuck, that was cool. I think about that. It's so fucking cool. And they had you a sequel, American Werewolf in Paris. You, you want to hear the truth about werewolves and stuff? Yeah. This, this is going to spook you right out. 
Okay, the real truth about werewolves and stuff, shapeshifters and shamans, is it, it's from Indian lore, and it's from the natives here, and it, it's the Wendigo. And, my uh, oh God. No, the, this is um, good. I like the Wendigo the sh- legends. Go ahead. In the skinwalkers. And the Wendigo are almost the same thing. The Wendigo, he eats the flesh of a person and he turns into the Wendigo. He becomes cursed. And no. let me add something. Let me add something. Go. The Wendigo is a real legend from the Indians. And it's not just up there in Canada. We got Indians down here in Utah. You got them there too. And, yeah, Navajos and Utes and all kinds of tribes, Paiutes and Utes. But the Wendigo, people, don't let your children, don't keep, don't give, let your eyes off your children because the Wendigo is is out there. Oh, fuck, that's horrible demon fucking child eating, uh, people eating. It's like like the Tasmanian devil, if you see it. It'll blast through a field, blasting the corn aside. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it'll come right up and blast right through your car. It'll blast your car right over sideways. And then it'll eat you in pieces. I'm and, not that's, and that's just a fucking spirit. We're not even talking about Bigfoots that people said can move faster than you can even see them. So by the time you hear a, a, a fucking branch crack, if somebody they've already climbed a tree and all you see is their shadow. All you if see I is that big, Bigfoot talk in your if, face. For instance, if I was to send a Wendigo after one of you, you're fucked. Yeah, don't talk like that, Wolfman. I'm just saying, that's <laughs> the way it works. Don't even hypothetically send no Wendigos, because then I'll have to go create some goddamn <laughs> you-know-what. God, let's not. No. I'm not going to send them. If we're going to create and send them again. I love you, Todd. I would never send anything. I love you, Todd. I wouldn't ever send anything. Wolfman, if we're going to create and send something somewhere, let's send it somewhere where they deserve it. But that is the way it works. Now, the Wendigo's outside. I mean, you'd probably tap into it, but it's floating around all the time wanting to swallow something. Take a child, snatch it. Hey, hey, how about a song about the Wendigo? Down by the river. How about a song about Wendigo? Oh, I've never thought of doing that. Yeah, it's the Wendigo. The Wendigo. His birth. Y S No. I actually rather not discuss this very much. I just want to discuss it. Me neither. Toss this right out. Bring that evil spirit here. You don't want to even talk this word too much. You don't even want to talk about it because then it's... That's right. Oh, I just heard it. I just heard someone mention me. Now it's coming around. Fuck it, go through the airways. You don't want to talk about this. Come on. it's not good. Let it go. Come on, Wolfman. Sing us one more song, buddy. Okay, that'd be a good idea. Get our minds off the other Yeah, stuff. okay, right. fine. Let's sit, oh, think about yeah, something else. Have a love song. Yeah, yeah a love, love song. song. Let's hear some romance. Non-gay. All right, here, All right, here, here we go.
of yours Tell them what you know The seeds of yours The They're trying to erase it. I've told you, you kind of mentioned that. But uh, it's still there. I can still remember everything, yeah. But even he did. It helped me get that repressed memory. A little bit of it came through. You can only get it in little pieces. So I, I sense that. I don't know if Daniel caught that. When Audrey the Light Bringer came on, she channeled beings from beyond, and they were kind of like had an elfin language. And she had a thing where she would get into a trance, and then they'd start talking to her. And I felt it that night, too, Daniel, down by the portal. Oh, um, okay. Kind of fucking electricity rose in the room. She started... She started channeling them, speaking in their voice. Wait, 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 Todd, I just thought of something. I thought of something, man. We got Wolfman right here. He's a shaman and a wizard. Let's ask him if he can sense anything about the portal in your basement. Oh, for sure, for sure. Are you kidding? I got I a portal in my basement. Uh, oh, dude, I already know. I already know. <laughs> I fucking know. Yeah, I, already yeah, I don't think I have to... <laughs> 
I don't think you know, I have to um, send him any pictures or anything. I think he just probably picked it up already. Yeah, he probably knew before he even came on the show tonight. Actually, you need to put salt in, a, in, and you need to make a pentagram. I already done the barrier. I already done the barrier. I'm kind of shaman myself, Wolf Man. <laughs> my 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 past Keep is kind the of a, up. okay. Now I'm going to help you with it. I've done the barriers. I've done the barriers. But yeah, but now me. you have. Let me listen to your advice. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Well, now we're a coven. <laughs> I'm helping you. Now we're a coven. <laughs> you understand me? Now we're a coven. Now we're a coven. Yes. Now we're three coven. of us. Now I'm I helping. A coven you. took like thirteen members. I don't no, think I'm, we can be a coven. No. You have to have some women be to be a coven. A coven. Just with two members, it doesn't matter. We can be a guild because no, we're all dudes, but we can't Maybe. be a coven. I am coven with him. I can see through all his right. mind. I'm helping yeah. him. All right, here we go. That's coven. That's what it means. Yeah, give me that little edge I need. Old man, help me. I need it, too. I'm there. I'm there with you now. Is that legal in Canada to be coven with somebody? Well, nobody can stop me from being psychic. All right, next question yeah, for the roundtable, guys. Asked a lot about that yet. Come on, wh- one more roundtable question. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. All right, Todd, you can go first this time. I know you're getting a little sleepy. You ready? Oh, no. I'm totally lit up. Go on. Okay, okay. Are the Illuminati reptilian hybrids? Um... The Illuminati is the thing that tricking you into whatever it is. It's tricking you into not seeing what it really is. And it's it's closest that you see it is the thing that's sitting there poking you. You know? The big giant thing at the top, it's all hidden in a big giant pyramid with an eyeball at the top. So all the organizations and all the people are just little tiny arms, big giant structure. You can't put your finger on it because it's hiding. It's like the, that's it's not the question. Shape shift. Oh, can you repeat the question, <laughs> Daniel? I don't think you understood the question. Can you repeat the question, Daniel? Is the core of the Illuminati are they reptilian hybrids? It's pretty much a yes or no. No. That's a psyop. Alright. Okay. They might be reptilians. They probably created reptilians in a lab. Got them down in the. Alright, well, that's basement. your answer. So I guess yep. it's my no. turn or yours, right, Daniel? Yeah, okay. I'll go next because I'm lazy and I want to get it over with. Alright, All so right. yes, the answer is yes. The core of the Illuminati is reptilian. We know this because Prince Charles is a reptilian, and he's related to Vlad Dracula, who was a shapeshifter and drank blood, and they're also related to the hybrid kings of old, and this is reflected throughout history. There have always been snake cults and hybrids and strange-looking creatures watching, walking this earth. Okay, done. Yeah, yeah. So All right, okay, yeah. my answer, that's a little fuck, Daniel. I'm going to be a little more straightforward. As a psychic, and my mother that used to see them as a child and point them out to me and tell me, that person is not human. They're reptilian. 
and then I would look at them, and then I could see it going flickering back and forth like a hologram. I'm not kidding. So my mother pointed this out to me when I was a kid. She's a psych, powerful psychic, too. Well, I'll and, clarify. Your question was, are they at the core? No, they're yes, not at the core. And yes, the Illuminati is, they are, and Daniel's right, they are reptilian, hybrids, humanoids that have the technology to use a cloaking device and make themselves look human. That's the truth. That is the truth. So be it. Okay. We all have our that own truth. Three very different answers. Three very it's different fucked. perspectives on reality. Oh, but it's fucked, but it's the truth. Sorry, but it's the truth. I know there's reptilian DNA. We have a reptilian part of our brain. Um, certain mongoid people from mongoid races still have the slits where double eyelids used Shit, I just smoke mongoid fish, but that don't make me a reptilian. No, but we're reptiles at a certain part of our DNA, but I don't think reptilians are at the core okay, of the Illuminati. You know what, I think it's you know what, evil humans. Oh, okay. Dude, do you know what synchronicity is? Synchronicity. Okay, wait, synchronicity, do you know what that, that means? Totally. Just when you said Mongolian, guess what I was doing? I was smoking Mongolian, Mongolian shatter. I was smoking Mongolian shatter as you said Mongolian. I just took a toke. Just when you said Mongolian, <laughs> I fucking took it off a shatter bong. You tell Mongolian. me there aren't spider webs that connect to Mongolian. I'm not even kidding. I'm looking at the label. It says Mongolian on it. It says Mongolian right in front of my face. And then you said Mongolian. And he's smoking shatter. Yeah. But that's wow. Cool. That's mind-blowing. It's still a synchronicity. That's what I was trying to explain is when Daniel had uh, the light the light woman on, she channeled the beings and sent them into all the listeners' houses. That night, I felt it. I felt it as well. You've had a few shows where there was energy channeled onto the show at that moment. Another one, it would just happen recently when Siri called you and wanted to know if you wanted to know where to call the suicide prevention line. You guys ever want any kind of power on your show, you know where who to get it from. You want some, I'll give it to you. I have a whole witch network of all kinds of witches. They're all connected to me. Oh, that's always nice. Okay, uh, you know that that does that does I'm bring married. up that does bring up another question, guys. Since I both have you here tonight on End of Days Radio, I did want to go to each of you because I know that both of you are very experienced magicians, and I, I suppose you can go first this time, Wolfman. Um, I know that you are a wizard as well as a shaman, a forest shaman. So my question is, what is your greatest spell that you ever cast? It would be love. There's nothing that's more powerful than love. It powerful more anything than anything, anything, everything, everything, everything is all love. So every spell I cast is a derivative of love. And that's all I cast because I'm a white magic. Not capable of black. If I had a negative thought in my body, if I could, if I cheat, steal, whatever, or 
harm someone, I would lose my magic. It would be gone. I can only heal, do things nice. That's it. Well, thank you, Wolfman. We appreciate you using your great power, your vast stores of energy and your wisdom and your knowledge of thousands of years. We appreciate having you here on the team of the of the Great White Brotherhood, the, the side of good, the good side of the force. So we thank you, my friend. I love you, bro. 777. That's your number for the evening. You won. Those are lucky numbers. It's your numbers for the evening. So you won. On the spiritual real, you won, Daniel, tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I think I think you're right. I, I do feel it. I think that uh, there's some magic going on tonight. You're oh, going to yeah. have positive energy all week. It's going to be fantastic for you. I feel my hemorrhoids starting to recede already. Great. Tell Michael to stay away from your ass. Oh. Just tell him to keep away. I'll punch him out. Todd, you're next, buddy. <laughs> I love you, bro. On on that question, it's yeah. what he just said. The very most powerful spell I ever cast was love spell, and it was early. And that's when I learned how powerful it is. And so ever after that, I fucking toned it down and did them carefully, because magic's very powerful. If you if you if you set something in motion, as you get older, you realize you better it better be something worth it, because you can just cast out magics without even doing spells or anything like that. You can change the world just with your intent, positive intent and love and all that. But when I was young and cast a love spell, so powerful that. Oh, damn, it's just what he said. I learned not to do that, you know, unthinkingly ever again, so it was a love spell. It, it, it works, but it's that old thing where you get what you asked for, and maybe that wasn't what you were thinking you really wanted. One of those love spells. One of those old love spells. Love spells, oh, love yeah. spells. Oh God! She hurt on me. I need a country song after this. Love spell, damn love spell that break your heart. Broke my heart. The spell. Well, it broke my heart when I had a bad love spell. <laughs> I had a I bad love spell dog. one too many times. Love spell. Bad love spells. It breaks me down. Don't catch no. Bad love spells. That bad blow spell on my chimney body. Bad love. Oh, it fucking almost tore my balls. All right, sir. Good 
Pinky in the teeth. We had the petted zoo. You can pet the horses and the chickens with three heads. Interdimensional time traveling band of the past lives reunited. You got Wolfman unplugged tonight. This is me. I love that. Oh, it's so good. The real Wolfman. You guys remember the Highwayman? The Highwayman when all those great rock gods got together to sing together? Yeah. Ringo and fucking other guys. (laughs) Oh, wow. So cool. All right. Well, I might yeah. have a little treat for you then. What's that? Hmm. A Whalen Jennings? Mongolian, Mongolian frickin' what? Wolfman? It was Kush. Kush. Mongolian Kush. It said that right in front of my face. Just when you said the word Mongolian, I'm looking at the label of this fucking thing, and it says Mongolian at the same fucking time. I'm sorry, that's synchronicity. Mm-hmm. That's fucking synchronicity, man. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, the portal. Oh. I'm not by the portal down here. So you ain't shitting so me. Because I can see through it. Right. I can feel it. 
I like it. I want to see it. I want to come down there. Oh, it's incredible. I want to invest. Turn lights on. Actually, you need my help. You actually need me. I probably do. I'm being attacked by all these demons. I'm probably one of the only people equipped to deal with this shit. You know. (laughs) Probably. He's got a portal. Demons need it. Coming through the walls. (laughs) Drive or figure out what to do with this thing. The shake in the drywall. It's the back in the page. Perfect <laughs> wedding. Washer and dryer. I keep saying it comes back true. <laughs> Everyone thought we were heading. Why is blood slipping from the walls? <laughs> we had a house out in the country. Picket <laughs> fence in the whole nine yards. They said our last forever. Said it was written in the stars. Beyond time and space. I should have known it all along. Yep. When the future looks too bright, can't be anything but right. It's wrong. Traveled to the stars. I was all but devastated when she told me we were through. In a wild party, somebody knew. This time it would be different. All figured out. I think this is our first ever unplugged episode ever. Yeah. There you go, buddy. You got a real fucking musician on here. The show just real evolved yeah. again. You got the whole No doubt about it. A new height. I ain't no fake, man. I'm real. I played all over on Terry. We don't think you're real. That's why we're not talking. We're, we're, we're like your fans. We know, I know you're I real. You guys, I love you guys because you're my fans and you're... You're you're spreading the love, man. You're spreading the love. All right, guys. Oh, so cool. Guys, we're we're, we're hitting the bottom of the hour. Um, we're going to say goodbye yeah. to Todd. But before we do, Todd, do you have anything final that you would like to say to the listeners out there or to say to Wolfman? Do you have anything else to say? Um, my favorite show because I always wanted to hear, like, the right show with Wolfman where you could actually communicate with him directly not be interfered with by all the bullshit that's going on, you know, behind the scenes in the ether. It finally happened. You got to sing the songs. You got to tell your story. I love it. It's the best show. 
best show of all time right here, in, uh, Daniel. Uh, Thank you. I love it. Yeah. So. Thank you. Right on. I appreciate you you, you uh, coming on there and 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 showing Daniel Wolf man what it's all about and Daniel knows how to brother. contact me. So right on. You know I so love cool. you, bro. It takes a triangle oh, to I make a stable, I felt it. stable I felt structure. It. And no, you I know. felt it. You felt it. I gave you a signal. You told me a little fucking past life Egypt thing, and then I told you you were smoking Mongolian freaking. Yeah. We both did things. <laughs> yeah. You guys are friends now. You realize that. You're friends. Whoa. Yeah. I love you, bro. You're you're my, you know that. So you're my cool. coven now, eh? Oh, totally. You're my coven brother. Bro, all right, all right, I all right. see inside your mind now. You're my coven brother, mm-hmm. and I'll always be with you, and we'll do magic together forever. There you go, my man. There you go. I love that. All right. Well, peace, gentlemen. And have a good evening. Best show, Daniel. Of all time. (laughs) Talk to me telepathically, please. (laughs) Oh, my. I I like it better. I like it better when people talk to me telepathically. If they're so in tune, too, I can hear them. I am a telepath, so, yes, I'd rather. It's a lot easier for me to download and just do it telepathically. Now, Wolfman, now that, now that I got you back here alone, I, I do want to get a little bit more serious and ask you about some of these things going on in your life. It, it appears that you no longer have an Internet connection. I don't really want to discuss that. Why not? Let's talk about positive things. Well, we, because that's negative. Well, bad things happen to me, yes. So, um... Yeah, I still have an internet connection. I wouldn't be talking to you, but I'm just using my phone right now. Well, that's fine. I just thought that maybe it would help to get it off your chest. All right. Well, it has to do with a song I wrote, and I told you. It was a court case and stuff, so I had to move and busted up my studio. I think we already went through that, didn't we? Like the song Down by the River. Are you okay? No, I'm okay. But okay. It's upsetting. Okay. It does upset me. Well, I'm, I'm sorry if I touched the nerve. Yeah, you did. Hurts. Hurts. Well, I just, you know, your show is like our sister show, Monster Cat hey, Paranormal. Hey, if, if you hurt me, I'm going to let everyone know what hurts me. I don't care. That, that's... But I said it's Wolfman a Fuck, so I get hurt now. It wasn't me you know, though. It was these people that are messing up your life. Wolfman Unplug. So if I start crying right now, that's I don't give a fuck. Shit, shit just got real. It's okay if I cry, right? Yeah. What? All right. Cause I got feelings too, man. I'm sorry, Wolfman. I shouldn't have asked about the internet connection. It's a whole thing that leads back to the same town I hurt. <sighs> well, so, look, look, today is a new day. This is the past. Can you, can you about... ask me a better question, please? Yeah, okay, fine. I'll move along. Please, bro. Please, bro. Uh, I'm going to find a song. Okay, nice okay. Happy. Something to uplift us. Okay. I think like, Rocky Horror Picture Show. All right, all right. right. Like, I'm finding a good Rocky one. Horror. I'm finding you a like good that? one. 
Okay, here, I found one of my notes. My question is, Wolfman, do you believe in the Megalodon? Wow. That's um, the biggest dinosaur. Really bigger than Brontosaurus, right? Four-legged? Yeah. Long neck, Hmm. four legs? I would have to say yes. Yes, I do. Why do you think they, it, why do you think the megalodons went extinct? Hmm. Uh, the atmosphere, not enough oxygen, couldn't support their lungs. All right, next question, Wolfman. If you could interview anybody in the world, any person, who would you like to sit down with? Are you pretty, is this thing that happened with art, is this making your situation, like, is it making your depression? I I think art and I would hit it off, and I think we'd get it on. It would be cool. Him and I would get it on. It'd be awesome. Me and art, it would be fucking hilarious. If you actually got to sit down and talk to me, I think, especially if I imitated him while he was talking to me. (laughs) <laughs> that would be the most you know what I mean yeah it's and, too bad that that never got to happen I try to imitate him back and just you know what I mean so if, as Art is talking to me I'm imitating him and trying to emulate exact, I could probably pull it off pretty good pretty good yeah pretty good You you've seen some pretty crazy stuff haven't you Dude, you don't have a clue. People that are listening, I have seen um, when I was growing tobacco in Ontario here by the Great Lakes, Lake Erie, I was chased down by fucking UFOs in a field with my brother. He fucking rattled down on a bicycle to get the fuck away from him. It was They were following us in the field. I had to shut my tractor down. I had jumped in a ditch. We ran scared as shit because UFOs were chasing us out in the fields. So, yeah, I'm an experiencer. What did they look like again? Orbs. They sent, they looked like a fireball, but they sent little orbs down after us, like probes. Oh, shit. Do you have any theories on what they were or what they wanted? They, they, can keep, they can keep breaking off, dude, just like breaking off and breaking off and smaller and smaller if they want to. And each one of them has a brain of their own. Holy shit. This is some kind of new form of life, some kind of technology. No, it, it chased me in a field. Holy shit. I don't know what it is. And it's All like you do is, what the fuck can we do to protect ourselves no, against it? No, these are these are UFOs. They do that. They split into different parts and they shape shift and they they don't even they they're, they don't even have any definite shape. They could be any shape. There is no yes or no to me about it. I was chased through a field by one of these. You know why do you think I did a paranormal show? Why? Because I I already know it's real. I was chased by one. It's real. It's fucking real. They chased me through the fucking field. 
my brother and I, we were both had two, three hours lost time. And there was another incident with what that happened with your brother. You saw a face form out of leaves. Yeah. And that was when we were little kids. Tell me about that. Fucking weird, man. Holy shit. Now you're getting into it, Daniel. I love you, man. Because now you're getting into the real nitty-gritty. That's where I, you're showing to me that you're feeling my heart now. Oh, yeah. All right. Now heart, you're heart feeling heart. my heart. Heart my to true, heart. True heart. Uh, see? Wolfman unplugged. Here we go. Daniel unplugged. All right. When Daniel I look, unplugged. Okay. I, I don't know what spawned this. My brother and I were in the backyard of my grandmother's house. We were little kids playing in the backyard. And all of a sudden, the trees started changing their shape into faces. And it was really weird. They actually flapped into faces. And it was Indian faces, like native faces. And we both saw it. And we were, like, just looking at the faces, the Indian faces. And uh, I said, I looked at him, did he understand what they're saying? And he said, no. And we just looked at him, and we were just looking, trying to figure out what they were saying. But there was Indian faces in the trees that we both saw. And we were like, fuck, God, six. He was six, I was eight. Okay, that's the story. What's your theory on what that was? Spirits. We also had this weird thing coming at our window at, at night at the time and scaring all the kids. And um, the uh, Catholic priest had to teach my mother how to bless the property. And then it went away. It went away after that. My mother blessed the property. Why was this? Why was this stuff happening to you? Why was it that that time and place? Why were these weird things happening? Why do you think? Why the fuck? How the fuck do I know that? You gotta I have some a kind of theory. Fireball. I had a goddamn fireball come through my fucking house. My mother heard it too. We woke up in the middle of the night in Milton. Where this fucking fireball comes through the goddamn wall. We could both see it. Made us both sick to our stomachs. Didn't burn us, but it went right through the walls and right up the other side. We both saw it. We woke up from it. We both looked at each other and said, what the fuck? Then we went back to bed. Well, actually, we couldn't go back to bed. Sat up and fucking had a couple shots of whiskey and a hot toddy and fucking what the fuck you do after that? What do you do after that? And you also had an experience where you actually ran into a full-bodied, and, and I know this because we've had these discussions before, privately on the show, you ran into an actual demon. I had to exercise many properties. And this motherfucker thing was hiding in the trees. It looked like it was about 12 feet tall with horns. It rattled the whole fucking house, and it was rattling the trees outside. 
it threw a dresser across the room. Sandra and I both saw it. The fucking dresser just flew across the room. Nobody's in the house except her and I. We both looked at it and we saw the fucking dresser door just fly out across the room, hit the other wall. So, yeah, there's something going on. What would you think? And that's the honest God truth. That's what happened to me. The dresser door flew straight across the room, hit the other side of the room like a fucking bullet. Is this the is this the same time frame when you saw the goat face demon? Yes. That's what it did. That's how it made itself known. And then and then my, my, my woman screamed and she saw the thing. It was out in the front yard. Sandra saw it. My guitarist, my guitarist was there in the studio with me, and we both saw the dresser drawer fly across the fucking room, hit the wall. At the same time, Sandra screams, and she said she's seeing this thing out front yard with red eyes. And you guys get up and you go outside, or you look out the window? Well, fucking right we did. No, actually, I told him to stay with her, and I went outside. I said, you stay right beside her, because I, I was worried about both of them. Uh, they're better off together. Stay right beside her. They were both terrified. I was the only one involved. I went out. What did you see? Well, I brought salt with me. I grabbed a fucking... I grabbed a box of salt from the kitchen on, on the way out. I just went in the cupboard, grabbed a box of salt. And I went out. Oh, and I grabbed my magic wand. I was totally prepared as a wizard for this motherfucker. What was that sound? Was that your magic wand? Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't know you actually had it there in front of you. Well, it does that when it's ready. So, okay, so you're you're walking out the door, and does it turn around and look at you? Does it confront you? Does it attack you? Yeah. It comes right at me with its horn. Oh my God. I took my magic wand and I started beating it in the head. And my old lady saw my magic wand actually break. She saw me hitting something that wasn't there. Sandra said she saw me hitting something that wasn't there. And then she said my magic wand broke off its head. But it wasn't there. Holy shit. This is a hardened piece of fucking really hard hard wood, okay? Uh, this is I put a crystal I this, put a crystal in it. This is intense. I I hope that I I can only tell people at home that don't let your kids listen to the show. I mean, that is I mean, this is demons and possession and stuff like that. This is not for children. No, it isn't. This is a real life exorcism. So I had what I had to do next. What I had to do next, Daniel. This is beautiful. You're gonna love this. I realized I can't beat it like that. So you know what I did? I invited it to lunch. I said, "Come and sit by the tree with me." And I, started, I gave a loving heart. And all of a sudden, I, my my heart went to love. 
I took the demon to the tree. I said, would you like to eat lunch with me? I said, I'll go get some lunch for you, and I'll bring it back for you. You must be hungry. I feel sorry for you. So the demon, and all of a sudden it just disappeared. That's the truth. So you gave it your sympathy. Did it eat eat any of the food? No. Hmm. It was sickened by my love. And it left immediately. Powerful it stuff. couldn't stand my love. Powerful. Powerful stuff. stand the power of my love. Could not stand the power of my love. I beat him with love. You're like a goddamn fucking cosmic care bear. Well, fuck, man. Isn't that a story? Damn. It's true, though. It's a true story, man. I I believe every single word. That's uh, I find that people, you know, a lot of people think this stuff is delusions are made up, but I find people tell the truth more than they lie about this type of stuff. I wouldn't lie about that to anyone. It, that's, a, that's, a, that's a message story that everyone should remember. Give love to the demon and it will go away. All right, Wolfman. Are you ready for another question, buddy? Yeah. All right. I want to know, is it possible for humans to have special abilities like the X-Men? Why are you asking me this? You're going in my mind. Of course I am. I have special abilities. That's, I am a real that's what I. Man, that's yes. what I do, Wolfman. I go inside your mind and I... I, I Kill the onion, and I show the world okay. what makes yes. you tick. I'm a real-life X-Man. I can do things. I'm a martial artist, and I'm psychic. Of course, it gives me special abilities. And I can control the, the, the powers of lightning, thunder, air, sound, vibration. Yes, I can do a lot of things. And yes, I'm a real-life X-Man. Okay, there you go. Have you the sword of Angel Michael, if I need to wield it. Have you ever had to use? Have you ever had to use these abilities to fight evil? Of course, I have. That's what I use. I am superhuman. I am in a real life X Man. I'm the one and only. You know, you are amazing. I don't profess to be it. I am. You are I a. Your mind. You are a I beautiful man, Wolfman, and you are a powerful. Soldier. I love everyone. If only if I didn't love everyone, I could collapse reality. That's the kind of X man I am. Yeah, I feel it. I feel like I don't want to say anything that will anger or upset you because I can feel reality unwinding when I do when I come close. If I get upset, all of reality wavers. I I feel it. I feel the the waves. That's how in tune I am with the world. When everyone's in pain, I feel all the pain. Everyone in the world. Wolfman, it's hard for me. To, Wolfman, will you sing? I, it's hard for me. I have to untune it, dude. Will you sing? It's really hard. Will you sing the I flat earth untune, song one more time? I have to untune it and sort of fine tune it to the people I love, right? 
and just sort of think about them, right? But uh, will you sing really the song hard. one more time? Will you sing Flat Earth Heads one more time for us? Of course I will. All right. I was going to do another one for you. All right. Michael Reddy with your voice when you go, ah, whoa, yeah, yeah, break my heart, science picture show, uh, 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 ah, it's called, it's called passion, dude, I love that, oh my god, passion, it's called passion, when oh, you put passion shit. in anything you do, man. It makes it better. Okay, come on, flat earth heads. Let's do it. One more. Come on. All right. Okay. I don't have the fucking lyrics here, but I'm just going to try to wing it. Yeah, let's do the improv version. They will appear in the atmosphere. Aliens appear. (laughs) 
things appear in the atmosphere. have it guys another unplugged in studio hit from our friend well not in studio but still a hit from God our friend wolfman mike nobody gets the best only my brother gets the best uh, from the wolfman to daniel uh, from end of days radio oh, this is the i am wolfman. so flattered oh my, my god my wow brother. oh i am you get the best. i'm the only lucky you boy the best, i'm a lucky only boy you. you know why because you believe in me. I do, Wolfman. I believe in you because you have a great voice. And, oh, my God, that, that guitar solo. I thought I was going to have an orgasm again because you have some plucking fingers, my man. I recognize your talent, and I know that America does, and I know that Canada does, too. I can do shit, man. I can do some shit, yeah. How would you get so good at guitar? You know what? I played drums for a long time, and then I was watching guitarists do that shit, and I just thought, I can do that, too. And then I'm waiting for them to fucking do it. We even show up. They don't show up. So I'm going to fucking do it. So I just took over. Oh, my God. You might be, like, on the level of Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah, I had to do it because they can't. Damn. And that voice. Dude. You know, okay, can you do a break or something? Because we come back. I'm going to tell you about my early childhood when when uh, my parents, about the, the uh, 
conservatory music and shit when they came over when I was really little. Well, Wolfman, we've been going a long time. We've already been going over two hours. So why don't we continue this another day, but why don't you go ahead and just go ahead and take take one last opportunity to say whatever you want to say to my audience out there. Go ahead, Wolfman. Give us a big speech. Fire us up, buddy. I want to say I love everybody out there. I love Daniel. Thank you, Daniel, for giving me this. Thank you. Um, What's his name? Colin Kirk. Todd the Bod. Todd. 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 Your new friend. uh, God bless. God bless. Mother God bless everyone. Uh, Mother Sophia bless everyone. Mother Angel Mary bless everyone. Mother and angels. All angels and mothers of angels and all of your Angel that represents you. Oh, the wand. The wand. Stand behind. He brought it out. One last time, he brought out the wand. All your ancestral angels, I I, I beg, stand behind all these proud gentlemen and and people and girls and everyone and be behind us. (laughs) Girls. I like girls. And also, uh, Angel Michael, bless us. Angel Michael? Yeah. That's so kind of you to include him. Actually, he's my guardian. Oh, I see. You picked a a good guardian indeed, Wolfman. I didn't pick... Dude, I didn't pick him. He picked me. I serve him. Well, you know how it goes from Revelations. It goes, Michael, he fought the dragon, and the dragon was cast down. I didn't ask to be affiliated with Angel Michael. He asked me to be affiliated with him. Okay, okay, makes sense. I can tell you that another time. It was like a golden stream of light that just shot right in my chest. Okay, okay. Keep going, keep going. What else do you have to say to the millions and millions out there? True. (laughs) Angel Michael will touch you in your soul if you have a pure heart. You can't lie. You can't cheat. You can't steal. You can't do any of those things. If you have a pure, pure, pure heart, Angel Michael might touch your heart like the way he did mine. Beautiful. Beautiful. Anything else? He may give you a sword to wield if you're worthy. And you may smite the evil. Oh. Anything else? So you still get your you still get your chance to whip something. Oh and smite it. Oh still get to hit something. Good. If you're in that you got that urge to hit something, Angel Michael will give you there's lots of demons to fucking break. Okay? Do you get one? All you gotta do is what I said. Demon hunting. Love it. Demon slaying. Right. Weapons, give me the weapons, Archangel Michael hooking me up with this magical sword. I'm going to slice through the demons. I'm going to slice through their their black hearts. They have nothing. They, they were they're butter compared to the sword of Michael. They're nothing. They're butter. They're nothing. They're, they're, they're nothing. nothing. You can do, all you gotta do is take the sword, shove it in their face, and they'll run away from you. 
They're pussies. They're they're pussies compared to our power. They're demonic pussies. As soon as we show love, they're done. I told you how to win. It's with pure love. Pure love. Demon pussy. Well, as soon as you invite them to lunch, they don't want to have lunch with you. They go away. You have to say, invite them in your house and say, okay, that's it. Well, you're hanging around here a lot. Why don't you have a sandwich with me? That's what I did. Well, next time, Wolfman, next time I see a shadow person, I'm going to walk up and I'm going to hold its hand and just stand there with it. Yeah, give it love. And it'll go away. I'm going to stand there holding hands. Pure love, dude. Like a wedding Pure cake. Love. That's the, that is the answer. That is the answer. Yes. Oh, my God. That is just a wisdom gasm. From the Wolfman. From the Wolfman. Telling you all. Do, do Wolfman Jack all, over guys, time. Don't be scared of them. Give them love. Hey, Wolfman Jack. Hey. All right, Wolfman Jack, give them all love, all right, baby. Yeah. Can you dig it? This is Wolfman Mike, and this is from End of Days Radio. Can you dig it, baby? All right. All right, Wolfman. So glad to finally have you on. We have been wanting to do this interview for so long. We wanted to show the world what a powerful shaman and wizard that you are, and that you are an interdimensional time traveler, and you are an enlightened being, and you are a god. Well, I don't know about all that, but I agree with some of it. Some of it, I'll take it. I am a shaman. Okay. And I'm here, I'm here to help. Okay. And yes, I, I remember past lives and things like that. Yes, and I can help you people. And I'm here to help. So how can people keep up with you? How can they find you, contact you? Do you have an email? What do you, what, how, do, how do people communicate with you, all the fans out there? What, do you even want them to? I don't want to make money off my abilities. I just want to help people that need it. So I just seek them out. Noble. Noble. Ethical. So I will find you if you need my help. I will find you. Ethical and noble. All you have to do is put it in my head that you need my help and I will be there. Hero. You have to be telepathic like me though. He's a hero. That's the only Sorry, you have to be telepathic. Beautiful man. Beautiful life. Pioneer. I love you, Daniel. You're telepathic. Hey. You are. You must be telepathic to know that I'm telepathic. I know you are. Because when you text me, I always know just before you text me. Yeah, that's, see, I'm thinking of you, and that's how you can that's communicate right, and I knew somebody. you were yeah. thinking of me before you texted me. Yeah, and yeah. Te- and I texted te- you. I texted you because and I And you get you pissed off of when I'm in the bathroom, and and I didn't answer you. And you're like, what the fuck, man? He didn't answer me. No, and no, I can no. feel your head going through, and, but I can't get to my phone. You called me I when, I was, when I was on the toilet. You called me when I was actually. Yeah, but I was on the toilet, too, after you were. Oh, I should have answered then. That sucks, though. We were both on the toilet. I should have answered, because then it would have been okay. Yeah, we were both on the toilet. All right, buddy. I got to let you go finally, but we just we just had, like, hey, the, the best episode of the show ever. Best interview ever. I think we just made your show, man. 
I think so. I, I think now this show will be bigger than any other show because I just had somebody that is a legend that's on real. here who is real. That's real. Who, somebody that's fucking real. Who can do not it all. Fake. Who can sing. Yeah. Not a fake. Not a, a real. Not a fake. A real. Yeah. A real shaman. A real Canadian hero. An export. Of the finest quality. I'm an exorcist. I'm, I'm a I'm a musician. I'm a shaman. Say sorry. I'm a martial artist. Say sorry. I've go go sorry. I'm a master of many things. Say sorry. I am a master, and I'm also a dream master. A. And I, and I'm a telepath. A. A. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. A. I'm sorry. A. What did you say? A. Hey? Uh, yeah. Hey, do you got any back bacon? Because like I, hey, I thought the show hey, was over. Do you have any back bacon? I thought the show was over. I'm sorry. And we got any back bacon or something going on? Because like you said, the show was done now. I'm sorry. Like, I'll get back bacon and pizza and, and more beers, eh? I'm sorry, eh? I want some back bacon, yeah, eh? Fuck, man! I didn't get nothing. I'm Canadian man, now, eh? You really? I'm uh, Canadian again. now, eh? I did that whole show for nothing. We we are we're doing an interview, eh? I'm Canadian. Back bacon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How's my Canadian yeah, accent? Not my fault, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll work on it, Wolfman. I'll work. I'll keep working on it. Next time we're gonna get native drums in here. We'll get native drums. We'll get my harmonica again. We'll get some bagpipes. We'll get some, a whole quartet. I'll have some girls. Yeah, we'll bag, back up. Yeah. We'll have a keyboard. All right, buddy. I will talk to you later. I love you, man. Good night, my that friend. That was so fun. That was incredible. I love it. Thank it you best, so much. Best show ever. Thank you. Good night. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And there you have it. There was the legendary Wolfman Mike in studio, unplugged, broadcasting out there. And it doesn't matter how it happened. What matters is that they lied to us. What matters is that they let all those people die. And what matters is they do not care. Not what sort of shorts they were wearing that day or exactly how it went down. It's obvious. William Cooper. William Cooper said it was going to happen. If it wasn't a false flag, then how how could he have known it was going to happen. Can anybody answer that question? Anytime I've ever gotten a debate with somebody about 9-11, I've asked them that simple question, and they've had no answer for me. They usually just say, blah, 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 and then they sort of just walk away from it. <laughs> I, nobody can explain that. And not long after the event goes down, guess who ends up dead? William Cooper, the author of a very famous book called Behold a Pell Horse that talks about Illuminati. It talks about something called the Jason Society. It's like a secret society of scientists or a secret scientist organization. He really goes deep. He talks about the CFR, the Trilateral Commission. And this was back in the old days. He came from Navy. 
you wouldn't think the Navy would have all these secrets, but apparently they do. You'd think that would be some other secret organization, but they've got some pretty crazy stuff going on. I mean, those are the guys that are going to see the undersea bases first, as well as all the UFOs going in and out of the water, which William Cooper says that he has seen. In his later years, he was not sure if this technology was indeed alien or if it was all human. And he often wondered if he himself was being used as a tool to disseminate disinformation. In fact, I could be doing the same thing right now. I mean, a lot of the topics we cover on this show, yeah, they totally could be things that were seeded by psychological operations, also known as PSYOPs. If you guys want to go down the rabbit hole, you got to learn about PSYOPs. It's on the internet. Use Google. Let's do a news story, shall we? This comes from The Express over in the United Kingdom. And the article says, alien abduction, question mark, unsolved case of man who disappeared after building UFO has been reopened. So apparently there was this, apparently there is a guy named Granger Taylor, and he was a very eccentric young man. He created his own UFO in his parents' backyard. I'm looking at a picture of it. It looks very crudely put together. It looks like something a kid would make. <laughs> but it's very uh, very impressive that he would have the uh, wherewithal to complete such a project. Still, it looks like it took some tool, certain tools to put that together and some hard work and some effort and some planning, so good for him. But this guy's story, it's a little bit weird. So, he was really fascinated with UFOs and alien visitations, sounds like me, and he alleged that he was actually talking to real-life aliens, and they promised to take him to their world. Sounds familiar, those of you that are familiar with the UFO world. And the tale is often retold on alien conspiracy theory websites as alleged evidence of an alien abduction. And the reports state that no trace of him was ever actually found. But, apparently, they have found some evidence near a dynamite blasting site somewhere out in the mountains or out in the forest, Mount Prevost. Apparently, there was this big, exploded hole in the ground, and they found a couple pieces of his body, some of his bones. They tested them, and it turned out it was him. So he, they said that he took some dynamite from his parents' home on the night of the blast, and it was just four miles from the property. So he took some dynamite off into the woods and blew himself up, blew his ass up. And I have a feeling it had something to do with aliens. Like, maybe he was trying to fight them. He was like, I can't hurt them with my guns. I can't hurt them 
with these primitive weapons. So all I can do is go get a shitload of dynamite. I know where there's some at. And I'm going to wait until they land their ship. And then boom. Right? Something like that. And maybe he was just hallucinating. Maybe he... Who knows? He was crazy, obviously. And he blew his ass up. <laughs> and how do I know that? I mean, I would like... You know what I would like to do? I would like to go and look at these stories that are about this case that are coming from the UFO community so I could see the other side of the story. Because this is from mainstream media. And the way it's presented, it just makes this guy look a little kooky. Like this UFO he created in his parents' backyard, it looks like something that a kid would make. I mean, this doesn't look like some high technology here. <laughs> it looks like it was made by a guy that might actually blow himself up one day. Let's put it that way. As terrible as that might sound. So I'm thinking that maybe this really is a case of somebody just blowing their own self up. But who really knows? Okay, so nothing to see there. You know, sometimes it's good to look at stories like that where maybe it's not necessarily something woo-woo. I mean... Next morning, Whoa, he says, when reviewing the pictures, the moon was not really showing up so good, but on the... Holy shit, I hate that. See, this is why I hate Windows, because... Ugh, because you get those pop-up ads and spyware and stuff like that. Jesus Christ, another heart attack. First Siri does that shit to me. Ugh, okay. Actually, let's... uh. Let's take a little intermission and do something else before we do a, another news story. It's good to break the pace. I know you guys like it that way. So, I've got a letter here. It's from Jorge. It's an email, actually. It says, Hi, Dan Man. Your show slash podcast is getting incredibly good. You have a great radio voice and are the funniest guy in podcasting. Would you ever go and host Coast to Coast AM? Question mark. Um, no, I would not. I would not ever do that. Um, you know, it's nothing against Coast to Coast or any of those people that work there. Of course not. It's nothing against them. It's just I don't think that that show's very good. I don't. I just don't think it's very good. I mean, during his historic ah, inauguration to the American that. people. Oh my God! Sorry, I'm so sorry. So I, I just don't think that that was another ad, by the way. I'm sorry. But uh, I, I just don't think that it's very good. I don't. I, and the reason why is because I'm doing this show. And this show does not have commercials. And the interviews tend to be longer and in, uninterrupted. And in general, I feel like my questions are a little bit better. I tend to know a little bit more about the topic at hand. 
and more interesting information comes out through this show. So why would I want to go from here and do something like that? That wouldn't make sense. That wouldn't make sense to me. I don't see any reason to do that. I, I don't see any reason why I would want to go from something that's better to something that's not as good. I guess you could say that I would get paid to do that, but I get paid to do my normal job. I, I doubt that somebody that's doing that would make that much money. I mean, uh, who knows how much you would make for being on a radio show like that. And you know what the worst part would have to be? You would be edited. You couldn't say the F word, the C word, any of that stuff. And it's not like I use those words a lot, but I sure as hell would never want to be censored. That, first and foremost, is the reason why I would never do anything like that. We got to fight here. We are right here on the front lines. This is the internet. And the internet's supposed to be free. And they're trying to take that away from us. And I want to do something that will push this form of media forward. There's not enough people doing this. You have a lot of reality stars, ex-celebrities, people like that, ex-sports stars that are doing podcasts. But there's not enough people doing what I'm doing. The fight is right here. We got to keep the internet free. We got to help podcasting grow. And live streaming too, of course. This show is live. We don't need terrestrial radio. We don't need to spread information that way anymore. You can listen to a podcast anytime, and it's free. So why would you want to have to be in front of the radio at a certain time and have to make sure that your signal is good? Yes, the advantage is there's a lot of radios out there, but there's also a lot of smartphones and a lot of computers and a lot of internet connections, so really anybody can get this show. I don't need to bend over for any corporations or any advertisers. That's not an issue either. An advertiser, if an advertiser threatens to pull their ads from my show, I will say, go ahead, because you don't exist, because there are no ads on the show. <laughs> Comprende? It gives me what I need to do what I need to do, which is to be able to say, shit, fuck, ass, cunt, anytime I want. Shit, fuck, ass, cunt. Shit, fuck, ass, cunt. Ugh, I feel dirty after saying that. <laughs> But really, that's how I feel. And if I was going to be some kind of big shot broadcaster, I would just want to do this show. If somehow I could get this show to the point where somehow through donations, I was able to not work and do this show every day, you damn sure better believe that I would be here for you. Because I love you guys. You are the wind beneath my wings. And my mama didn't raise no fool. I know what I'm doing here. I'm I'm creating chaos in this world environment. I'm making it so the envelope is pushed. And I have friends here that are helping me do so. And all those other broadcasts out there, I'm pushing them. I'm pushing them to be all that they can be. 
because end of days radio is here and we're raising the bar and I wish to walk with you all hand in hand and create the best show in radio and keep it free forever because that is my dedication to all of you we're free we're free from oppression we're free from censorship and we are free from having any bosses or managers looking over my shoulder telling me I can't do this or say that and I promise to keep it that way this show will never be a paid show it will never be subscription based I'm not going to say I won't ever have any ads because if there was an advertiser that was willing to put up with me saying fuck shit ass cunt sure I'll run an ad I don't think that would be too annoying if it would let me do this show more often. But we're not at that point and probably won't be for a good while. And I would never have a bunch of annoying commercials on this show. But if somebody wanted to sell something on here, like if Elon Musk wanted to sell Teslas on this show, I suppose that would be okay. Well, I don't know. He's lying about space, right? Might have to turn him down. I'm smarter than him. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> so, I do have another news story for you guys. This is from express.co.uk, the Express, same website. They have a lot of weird news stories on this show don't they? A lot of weird news stories. A lot of kind of bizarre-ish stuff. I like it, though. This one says, End of the world, 2018. Nibiru is here, warns David Maid, ahead of Planet X, World War Three. End of the world conspiracy theorists have told people to brace for the horrors of a World War Three Armageddon. Chief conspiracist David Mead has now warned the mystical Planet X or Nibiru is here. Purveyors of the bizarre Nibiru or Planet X conspiracy theory are convinced the world will perish when a rogue planetary system crosses paths with our own. Many of these so-called Nibiru truthers believe the end of the world will occur in the near future as soon as April 23, 2018. Hey, that's just like a few days from now. The leading voice of the bunkum claim is self-titled Christian numerologist David Maid whose life mission is to warn the world of impending doom. I just don't think so. That's my opinion. I just don't think so. I don't know why. I'm not doubting that there's a Nibiru or, or Planet X out there. I'm not denying that. If space is indeed real, I'm not denying that. I think that there's a a very strong possibility. There have been some researchers that found something. But is it the end of the world in four days? No, obviously not. We would be feeling it by now. We would be, we would all kind of know in our hearts that it's time. I'm not saying this guy is completely wrong, but he's jumping the gun. There must be some reason. Somehow is he making money off of this? Is it just giving him attention? I don't know, but 
there's a lot of people like this out there. And my advice is, if you're going to come at the world with something like this, keep it a little bit more open, <laughs> right? <laughs> then you can keep it going forever. If you're going to start giving dates, well, if you are lying, you're not a very smart liar, are you? I mean, if you were going to come out with this big thing about Nibiru and Planet X, you would probably leave things open and you'd say, well, it's going to happen maybe like, I don't know, like pick a day after you'd be dead. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then by the time the date actually rolls around, well, you will have already perished anyways. That's what the smart ones do, right? <laughs> but it very well may be that this Nibiru is out there. Uh, there are a lot of things happening above our heads. I personally, I believe that space is real. It's out there. I don't know if we've actually been up there. I don't know what's real or what's not coming from NASA. Some of it looks fake. But can I really believe that there's no space out there, no Star Trek, no, no Star Wars? Probably not. There's probably something up there. I don't know what shape the Earth is, if it's flat, if it's round, it's a simulation or what. I could speculate all day of the true nature of reality and what's going on here. If I was to say what I really think it is, like at this point, I would say that we are in a world, <laughs> right? I'm going to tell you what I know for sure, what I absolutely know for sure. We're in a world, and there's a good chance that there is some kind of barrier up there, whether it's the Van Allen Belt, the Van Allen Belt, the Van Allen Belt, jeez, too much caffeine. The Van Allen Belt, if it's that, or if it's some kind of, I don't think it's glass. Come on, that's stupid. It's not glass. It, but it could be a force field of some kind. It could be aliens that kind of just make sure we stay in this local area of space. Something like that. And it could be flat, it could be round. If it is round, maybe it's a lot bigger than we think. That's why it looks totally flat. Something like that. Or there's things going on, scientific things that we just don't understand that cause everything to exist the way that it, that it does exist, where you can have enough gravity to keep water sticking to the globe all the way around, but it can't pull a tiny little boat underneath the water. There's stuff like that that doesn't make sense, but there's there could be something like gravity that kind of keeps everything together. There could be. Like We can't rule that out. So I would just say that what all this flat earth stuff has really taught me is that I just don't really know, and and, and I'm very unsure of what's going on out there. Do I want to venture to say that the earth is completely flat and that the earth was created by God who created a firmament and all that. No, 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 of course not. That is just ridiculous. But I suppose you could say that maybe the world was created out of a consciousness and it was just kind of put together. That doesn't sound as stupid and insane. It very well may be that we are just existing inside of something's mind I think we've all probably felt that at some point, like we're inside of somebody else's brain, and maybe you call that brain God, right? That's what the Mormons believe. They're right. <laughs> That's why they go door to door. 
because they're spreading the truth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but see, you die and you become a god, and then a bunch of things live inside of your brain. It does kind of make sense, but I don't know. I think that that's an interesting theory. There's a lot of ways that you can look at it, and maybe what we're really here is to just look at it as many ways as we possibly can while we're here. Right? I I consider myself to be a Gnostic, because a Gnostic just says that no matter how much wisdom that you have, you can only get close to the truth. You can never have the whole enchilada. And that's how I feel. I feel like I do not have the whole enchilada. Am I going to sit here like some of these people on Twitter and be like, eh, you're stupid. You talk about flat earth. You're stupid. <laughs> Go to the library. You know what this lady told me on Twitter? I said something to her, and she told me that I needed to look at a librarian. Like she was trying to be funny. And I was thinking, like, I need. To, wh- what are you saying? I need to look at a librarian? That doesn't even make any sense. And that Doesn't that sound sexual? Like, I need to look at some lady that's dressed up like a librarian, like a sexy, a sexy librarian with glasses and one of those gray skirts and her hair in a filthy bun. Ooh, yeah. But some of these people are such assholes. Like, just because you're looking into stuff that's different or it's out there or it's strange, you're stupid. Us smart people, we're too busy making our bologna sandwiches for our kids. We got to take them to soccer practice. Our whole world is our kids' soccer practice. And you are an immature fool if you believe in anything besides your procreation and managing your household and getting your children to soccer practice. People like that. Oh, but they're the first ones to start throwing up their David Hogg bullshit on Facebook or telling you on Twitter that we got to impeach Trump or get rid of guns or whatever stupid crap they're saying lately. Oh, we're all so angry. All these people, they they act like they're saving the world, but we know what they're really doing, right? As smart people that listen to End of Days Radio... We know that they're just being distracted. They're buying into the falsifications. They're fighting into the false opposition, the divide and conquer tactics, creating order out of chaos. They're falling for that. Oh, Republican versus Democrat, or black versus white, man versus woman. It goes on and on, all these false dichotomies. These things that seem like they're different, but they're not really. This is the problem. That's called binary thinking, either or. It's the Muslims. It's the Jews. That's one you hear a lot, that it's the Jews. And let me tell you guys out there. Now, I know that this one is big in the conspiracy world, that the Jews are behind everything. And first of all, what you think of as the Jews, what does that even mean? Are you talking about the Jewish bankers? 
first of all, that's not just a Jewish person. That's like the richest people in the world. A little bit different than the people that are just Jewish, right? So if you want, you can make the the same mistake as Hitler, and you can think that it's okay to put a bunch of people in camps because what a few powerful people are doing. That's basically what you're saying, right? And we already found out that that does not work, and that's not right, and it's atrocious. Despite the history's lies, despite the lies of history, it still does not justify hating on one group of people or being so foolish that way. It's not okay to put Jewish people in camps. It's not okay to put Japanese people in camps either. It's not okay what the Jewish people in Israel are doing to the Palestinians. And likewise, it's not okay for Muslim people to run into grocery stores with bombs strapped to them and kill a bunch of Jewish people either. It's not right to blame one group or the other. We all need to put our weapons down and stop being so childish and foolish and letting the super rich people divide us all. That's a start, I think. I think that would be great. And I get the fact that if our side puts our guns down, the other side will probably just kill us. I totally get that. But that's the gamble that you have to take sometimes because the madness has to stop. And you just got to make those little movements that say, hey, we want peace. And if you really want peace, I think that it will show itself over time. But the answer isn't blaming the Republicans or the Southerners or the NRA or the liberals. You're just being foolish. You're buying into a false enemy that's distracting you from the real enemy, which are the people that are hoarding all the wealth and all the money and all the energy and the people that are lying and deceiving us. I think that if we all stop being so goddamn stupid and use the Internet what it's designed for to educate ourselves, I think we can make some progress pretty quick. But if everybody out there is going to keep worrying about the NRA or David Hogg, the alien head, David Hogg, or worry about nonsense, then no, the world is going to keep being a hateful place and we're going to keep chasing our tails and hating each other and having division. I think that it's pretty obvious that in many of these situations, both sides are wrong. There's no good guys. There's just my interest versus your interest, right? In most cases, I mean, when countries are warring with each other. And that's why there are times when rational, level-headed people actually accomplish peace. It is possible, but not if you're going to go on Twitter and act like a lunatic and troll and stick to one stupid cause and be obsessed with it. There's a lot of people out there that are going after the elite, like going after the pedophile rings. And that's good. I mean, hey, that's awesome. Like, power to those people. They're doing something great, but... 
they're so focused on that, they're missing the alien stuff. And they're missing the other conspiracy stuff. They're missing the world of magic and hauntings and things of that nature. You're just focused on one thing all day. And that's fine to work for a cause, but you got to see the big picture. You've got to. And you've got to stop hating the Jews or the blacks or the whites or the Mexicans or the Asians. Does anybody hate the Asians? They're pretty much universally loved, right? Except when they're behind the wheel. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Calm down. Calm down. (laughs) Oh, boy. I shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said a lot of things tonight. But, hey, this is uncensored internet radio, right? Have you guys heard of Francis Farmer? Apparently... Kurt Cobain was really obsessed with her before he died. She was this woman who lived in my area. So she lived in Washington State. And she was crazy. They threw her in Western State, which is a local mental hospital. Everybody knows about it. People make jokes about it. But they did these horrible things to her. It says they made her... They made her eat her own feces. Frances Farmer had to eat her own feces. She had to eat her poop. They made her eat her poop. The mean doctors and staff at Western State Hospital, they made her eat her own poop. They said, you're going to poop like a human? You're going to eat it like an animal. Obviously, that's going to really, if they're not crazy already, that's going to make them crazy, right? And they said that they used her as a sex slave, um, unbearable terror. She was gnawed on by rats, poisoned by tainted food. She was chained in padded cells, strapped into straight jackets, and half drowned in ice baths. And then there was a whole book about it. And somebody even claimed that she had been lobotomized. And then other people say that never happened. But bottom line is, she was really mistreated. I mean, there's got to be smoke where there's fire, right? Or there's got to be fire where there's smoke. I'm sorry. I've been doing a lot of shows lately. I'm really run down. I'm kind of just flowing. It's just coming through, and I'm going. (laughs) But I find this to be incredibly interesting. Kurt Cobain was so interested in this woman before he died. Somehow I came across this Kurt Cobain Nirvana conspiracy stuff and call it what you will. Perhaps it's another distraction, but you know, growing up in the Pacific Northwest in the Seattle area, I was, you know, Oh, my generation was a little bit past Kurt Cobain. And, I would say maybe I missed the whole grunge thing by three to five years. In between three and seven years, I'd have to think about that. But Kurt Cobain died when I was like a little kid. Let's put it that way. And then I went into junior high and high school and started getting into music after he was already a legend. And it just so happened that 
Nirvana was like the first CD I ever bought. Like I got Nirvana Incesticide. It was a bunch of rare tracks and B tapes or B sides. And uh, it blew my mind, man. It connected me with rock music. I'm sure I'm not the only one that got into music through Nirvana, people from that generation, especially in this area where grunge music originated. But anyways, so I had heard from friends when I was like in junior high, high school, that Courtney Love actually had Kurt killed, that she actually ordered a hit on him so that she would get all the money, which she did. She got a lot of money. So for the longest time, I thought that she had killed him. And I even saw that recent movie, Soaked in Bleach, where the investigator that she hired to look into the case, he actually accused her of being responsible. There's some good evidence there. I mean, if you want to call it that, there's some stuff there. And I believe she may be suing him or something like that. But I recently came across this other stuff. And it says, no, Courtney Love was not responsible for his death. It was actually like an Illuminati assassination thing, right? Because there's all these different people that die when they reach a certain age. They all die. And apparently there are some certain connections there. There's some certain strange things that was going on. I know that there was a point when somebody had posted something on a forum about Kurt Cobain being connected to CIA, something like that. But I didn't really think much of it. I didn't really think much of it because... It sounded a little stupid. I was really inside the box still at that point. When I came across conspiracy stuff, I would just laugh at it. I'd be like, oh my god, people actually have the time to sit here and wonder about this nonsense. I mean, that's so obviously stupid. But now as an adult, now that I'm much smarter and wiser, I can see how naive and foolish that was. And I don't know if this article's real or not, or if it's fake. But it said that Courtney Love came out and she said that once Nirvana started getting big, that he was approached by all these people, like all these different people from secret societies and all kinds of strange organizations that were making him offers and he was turning them all down. And there's certain things that Kurt was doing, certain influence he was having on young people that they wanted him to have for a while. And then it hit a point where they wanted him to die, maybe so that he would become more famous than ever, maybe so that he would not go on to clean himself up and do something more positive. It's possible. But I'm still looking into this, and I'm going to keep reading about it. I'm not really convinced yet, but I'll keep you guys updated. For now, it was still Courtney. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I know that she's very litigious, so I'm sorry, Courtney. (laughs) You know who I really want to have on this program? Billy Corgan. That guy is cool. He apparently saw 
somebody shapeshift before. He talked about it, I think it was on the Howard Stern show. He saw somebody shapeshift. And he actually dated Courtney Love before Kurt Cobain. I started thinking he was a really cool guy. I mean, I always liked Smashing Pumpkins. I always thought his music was great, but he actually took over a pro wrestling company called TNA Wrestling. And that's when I realized what a genius the guy is. So now he owns a different company, NWA Wrestling. But to just think of what he has accomplished and to listen to what a visionary he is and Whenever somebody's a visionary, they always end up being a little bit eccentric, so I know there's a lot of tension in that band. Smashing Pumpkins, especially towards the end, things kind of fell apart. Uh, Have you guys seen that movie Friday with Ice Cube? A very famous movie. That, that, uh, you know when people say goodbye, Felicia? That's from Friday. It's one of Chris Tucker's first movies. But there's a part of that movie that's like one of my favorite scenes where the main character, Ice Cube's character, he's like his dad sees him holding a gun and he goes and gives him this speech about how If you're a real man, you don't need to carry a gun on you. You'll just fight with your fist. And people that carry guns, they're just kind of cowards or they're pussies because they're not willing to just take a beating. And I just totally agree with that. That part of that movie just really stuck with me. I mean, I'm totally for guns. I'm for owning guns, carrying concealed weapons. But I don't agree with just pulling out a gun and shooting somebody. Of course not. I think that if you have an issue with somebody, fight like a man. I say fight like a man. You don't need to always win every battle, but there are times when you need to stand your ground, and that shouldn't require you to kill somebody. If you need to use a gun, by all means, use a gun. There is a time and place, but if you or carrying a gun because you just are trying to act tough or act hard or be a gangster or something like that, or you're a drug dealer, then, well, you've, (laughs) you know, you're probably going to end up using it someday. And there's that old quote, if you live by the sword, you will die by the sword. So all of you young guys that are out there trying to gangbang and look tough, you're stupid and you are fucking up your life. For no reason. For no damn reason. Just to live up to some kind of self-image. You're going to kill and you're going to be killed. So please, don't be stupid. Also, as many of you, I'm sure, are aware, there's been a lot of drama at Starbucks. A lot of racial tension. Racial tension. Apparently, some gentlemen, they were removed from the Starbucks because they weren't buying anything. They were just hanging out, and you can hang out at Starbucks. You can. I've done it. You can go there, and you can sit there for a few hours, and you can wait for your friends to get there, and then you can order a cup of coffee and talk to them for 10 minutes, and you can leave. It's acceptable. It's normal. You know, sometimes the people will get annoyed, and they'll start, like, vacuuming right next to you, and 
trying to encourage you to leave, ask you if you need help. But no, you don't have to leave, and they shouldn't be able to just ask you to leave. But at the same time, I think that you you have to be level-headed about these situations. And I don't think that anybody should get paranoid about the way that they're being treated. I think that it's very easy if you keep seeing these news stories being repeated over and over again, it makes people feel very self-conscious. And if you were an African-American person and you were walking into a store, you're going to be paranoid about it because you're going to be thinking, oh, are they treating me different, et cetera, et cetera. So I really think the media needs to take a little responsibility here and quit with the race baiting and the gaslighting. And I'm not saying the Starbucks situation was that. I, I definitely think that what happened there was wrong. But does it need to turn into, like, they're shutting down every store in the country? We're going to punish ourselves, everybody. We're going to punish ourselves because that way you guys will leave us alone, right? I guess it's kind of smart when you think about it. They're going to lose a lot of money. And if they do that, I suppose that somehow in the public mind, everything evens out. But I don't think they should even really have to do that, quite frankly. It was a mistake. They did the right thing. They fired that employee. And no, nobody deserves any money for that. That's ridiculous. And no, it's not a big deal. It's just one stupid individual making a bad decision one day. And it does not deserve it does not deserve everybody's time and attention. It's just another distraction, more division, more divide and conquer. So wake up. Do you guys know that there were as many Irish slaves in the days of slavery as there were black slaves? There was more Irish slaves. And somehow they have this whole idea that the blacks were slaves. No, there were slaves, and they were black and white. That's the reality. White people were slaves, too. So this idea that the black people were slaves, that's more mind control. That's to create the insecurity and the inferiority. That's what that is. It's a psyop being perpetrated on the African-American people that live in the United States. It's part of the divide and conquer tactics. And the government was racist as fuck for a long time. They probably still are. They killed Martin Luther King. Look up the Tuscanegee experiments where they lied about helping people. They lied about treating people, black people, for syphilis. and They just let them die. Look that up. Look at who smuggled the cocaine into the ghettos. Look that up, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm getting that black power coming out. Yeah, Daniel. He's a hero of all races, of all people. Globally, worldwide. Hero of the downtrodden masses. He's like Alex Jones, but he's actually real, and he doesn't sell penis pills. And he goes much deeper. Deeper down the rabbit hole. Oh, by the way, Alex Jones. Should we go there? How much time do we have left? What time is it? What time is it? Okay, three hours. So, Alex Jones, 
went through a nasty divorce with his wife, and she's on Twitter talking about what a shitty person he is, and apparently Alex Jones was having this big meltdown about Trump and getting all mad at him. For a long time, I've said that Alex Jones is a disinformation agent. And part of the reason is because William Cooper accused him of being one, and shit, he knows much more than I do about this sort of thing, so I'm inclined to believe him. And he's not the only one that has accused Alex Jones. Alex Jones keeps things very 3D, very ground, very ground floor, very stuff we can prove, like he likes to say. And then, of course, there's the question of how the hell did he get inside of Bohemian Grove when there's all that security there? We're supposed to believe that he actually sneaked in there on his own or with help? It just doesn't hold up. Somebody obviously let him film that. And then you have to ask, how is he getting away with giving away all this great information on these Illuminati, shadow government, elite types. How is he getting away with it? Well, he would be getting away with it if he was them or paid by them to do what he's doing. <clears throat> and what would the motive be? Well, while a show like End of Days Radio is covering everything under the sun from demons to aliens to shadow beings to psychic abilities, well, Alex Jones keeps talking about the same things over and over again. The Halliburton and the Banksters and that same ground floor level stuff. In fact, he's taken it even down a notch even further. Now he's this big Republican spokesperson. So, there you have it. He's not pushing it further. He's not digging deeper. He's keeping you right there. He's pretending like he's this voice of the masses. He's pretending like he's this freedom fighter, but really what he's doing is he's taking all the people that are interested in that sort of th that sort of thing, and he's wasting their time with long daily videos about nothing, and he's distracting them with crap about Y2K and Russia having missiles when they should be researching things like bloodlines. And where the money's going, like where it's really going. So, is it misdirection? I don't know. Perhaps he just isn't interested. That's a possibility. Oh, my neck hurts. <laughs> I need a reposition here. Sorry. But when you see somebody. When you see somebody's life is just so messed up, like they're going through a divorce, it does you, it does make you kind of doubt that. Like, somebody that's that messed up and that stupid, would they really be an agent working for some kind of organization? It puts a lot of doubt in me about that. And I have to admit, I was going off of stuff that other people told me. And William Cooper, while I know he was right about quite a few things, he also said Art Bell was... was uh, Freemason, and he was part of the New World Order and all that stuff. And I mean, come on, that was just ridiculous. That was something that I know was wrong. I mean, I'm not saying Art was perfect, but he certainly wasn't anything like that. So that 
means that William Cooper wasn't right about everything, and maybe Alex Jones is just a dummy, <laughs> right? Maybe he just wants to make money selling penis pills. Maybe he just doesn't think it's worth going into the really deep stuff. It's possible. Another accusation is that because he came from the world of normal radio, the non-conspiracy world, that it makes it very obvious that he's a puppet. I can see the argument there, and I have seen the video that some people put up there. I think it was like at an anti-gun rally or gun rally where he's shouting over them and screwing things up, and some protesters actually confront him, and he basically gets put into a position where he looks like he's actually trying to mess them up. It, he looks like he's the cointel pro in that situation. And the people that are saying, look, you're screwing up our rally. We invited you to talk here. And instead you're interrupting us shouting with a blowhorn. That's something that cointel pro would do. And he kind of just shut up and looked embarrassed that does sound very cartoonish and strange that somebody would show up at a pro second amendment rally 